Ernest, what's up? Y'all know I'm big on doing your research, sharing your research, and giving credit to where you found the research. But I always get asked the same question. Where do I start with the research? And the answer is easy. It's our sponsor, Yahoo Finance. Whether I'm tracking the daily movement of my favorite companies, doing technical analysis with their easy-to-use charting platform, or checking balance sheets, Yahoo Finance makes something very complex simplified. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been the brand behind every great investor. Whether you're a seasoned investor or you're looking for extra guidance, Yahoo Finance gives you all the tools and data you need in one place. They're the number one finance destination producing a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and so much more. You could actually securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including your 401k and other investments. A comprehensive perspective is what sets apart great investors. And it's how Yahoo Finance ensures you have the insight to look at your wealth in its entirety. With a community of over 90 million users each month, their real strength is helping you on your way to financial success. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com. The number one financial destination. That's yahoofinance.com. You heard me, yahoofinance.com. Don't wait, don't hesitate. I use it. You should go over there and start using it now. The next thing I want to talk about is the escalation clause. Um, there's a, I don't know, I think Matt always says strictly for live men, not for freshmen, you know? An escalation clause basically means that you you go and you see a property and you put an offer in on it. And um, in the event that someone outbids me, bids me the, the, um, the price will incrementally go up. What's the downside behind this? How do you know the owner is not just telling you that somebody else put an offer in just to raise your price? How do you know that it's not the, the owner's cousin or, or somebody else? So it kind of leaves it kind of leaves you in a in a vulnerable situation. But this is a, this is something that you would do if um, you just had to have this property and you you know you're you're willing to go you're willing to go a little high, higher than, than um, it typically would sell for. Um, I've used, an, in my 20 plus years, I've used an escalation clause only one time. And the reason why I used an escalation clause was I already owned two buildings um, that, that were right next to each other and I was trying to acquire the third. So um, I did not want to risk not getting that property. So at that point, I put the escalation clause up um, that I would pay ten thousand dollars more um, than than um, any other offer. This it, it actually I ended up paying about forty thousand dollars more. I ended up paying forty thousand dollars more for the property because they came back like three times talking about oh yeah we got another offer and we got another offer and yada yada yada. Like could they have been pulling my chain? Yes, but um, on a on a million dollar property, forty thousand dollars is really not that big a de- big of a deal in your mortgage, um, and especially if it means having three properties in a row, which makes managing much much easier and stuff like that. So whenever whenever you put an escalation clause, also keep in mind that you really need to have a, a tight 
you know, a tight contract um, together um, and make sure that the offer, you're, you're clear on what you're willing to do, what you're not willing to do, what kind of proof needs to be, be um, provided, you know, because it's just like one of the things you have to tell, you have to include in the contract is that um, that the um, offer has to come from an agent and they have to list who the agent is, right? So, so now, so now it's just, if somebody wants to play a game, there's just more lying that they have to do and more people that they have to get involved. And, and um, it also gives you more opportunity to, to smell something funny if need be. All right. Any questions on this one? Um, there was a question in the chat, but I think you kind of answered it. Jay said, are you not obligated to disclose? Are they not obligated to disclose a higher bidder when it comes to escalation clause? But I guess it's something you could put in there, right? Um, yes, that's something like um, depending on how you write it. Like if you're off, you don't have to let the other buyers know that you have a escalation clause, but they have to let you know, depending on how you write it. Jasmine in the chat says, so is adding an escalation helpful in getting the contract given the risk? Um, it is helpful. It, it it makes it it does increase your your um your likelihood of getting the deal done because the buyer knows, excuse me, the seller knows that you're you're for real and you're you're definitely gonna end up with it. It's just how much you're gonna pay for it, you just don't know. Mm-hmm. So um again, I would always I would only go with this strategy in the event that this is a must have property for you. Right. Cause it kind of locks you into having to pay this higher price, right? It, it locks you in. And another way that, you know, you could get the, you could get a deal done is by the mental, the mentality of putting a larger down payment in down. So typically, typically people put 10% down, right. And whether you put 10% down, 20% down, 50% down or hundred percent down, the um the deal does not close does not fund until it closes so so with that with that being said it doesn't really matter what how much you put down um because you're still at the same you're you're at the same risk now to to the seller the the more money you put down it it shows your conviction to the deal it shows that you are um that you have the financial wherewithal to get the deal done and that you're super serious, you know? Um, the downside is that you lose access to your money for no reason. So if the deal, if the deal um, required, let's say, a, 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 if 10% down on a million dollar deal, $100,000 would have gotten the deal done. I mean, um, is, is the basic that people typically do, but you say, I'm gonna put, you know, 25%, which is $250,000. Um, that's the extra $150,000 that you don't have for 60 days while this is all coming to fruition. Again, all of these are, are things that, that must be taken into consideration and you really have to know what you're doing to make sure this is what you want to do. All right, any questions on this one? I don't see any hands, nope. All right, cool. Next thing you wanna do if you want to get your if you want to get your accept your offer accepted, make the deal as clean as possible. Minimize your contingencies. Um, like you don't want to say stuff like, "Oh, I'm going to buy this house if I sell my house," and depending on what the bank says, and um, I have to get my contractor in here first to see what he what he has to say about this wall over here because I'm you know. Um, a seller's not trying to hear all that, you know, what a seller wants to hear is, Hey, I want to buy this house, 150,000, this, that, the other, I'll close in 30 days, blah, blah, blah. 
as clean and as clean as possible. You know, the um, one of the one of the things that you could do is wave all contingencies to make your you know to, to make it more attractive to the seller. You know, um, no concessions. No, well, I need you to do this for me at closing and give me some money back. And with that, the, the more complicated and convoluted, the, the more complicated and convoluted your deal is, the better it is for me when I come in there and be like, yo, um, here's my money. Let's let's get this pop in 30 days from now. We close. Um, and another thing, eat, this is a, this is something that you got to keep in the back of your mind. Even though you waive, you waive like your um like mortgage contingency or inspection contingency or financing contingencies have to keep in the back of your mind that, that makes sure that this will appraise. Like, like it's, it's a game of, it's a, it's, this is a game like a, of chess. Like you say, Oh, I'm, I'm willing to, to take this, whether it appraises or not. That's what you say, but you have to, to look at the property and know, know what you're talking about and know that I'm only saying that because I know it's going to appraise, you know? Um, you have to say that I'm willing to take this property um, with no inspection contingency. That must mean that you have some general knowledge of, of, uh, of structural um, and, and um, buildings that you can walk through the house and see that there's nothing, there's nothing um, major that, you're, that um, might be sneaking up on you. Like you, like you say you're taking it um, with no contingencies, but before you say um, there are no, that you're taking it with no contingencies, make sure that you wouldn't have an issue with that in the first place. Did I say that properly? Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, makes sense. Like, don't waive it if that's not something that you know about. If you need a professional in there to actually inspect the place, then don't say you're cool without having an inspection because you don't really know what you're getting into. Is that how, that's how I understand it. Exactly. And the same thing is like, oh, um, Oh no! It doesn't matter if it if it appraises or not. So the only time you say it doesn't matter if it appraises or not, if if you know it's worth five hundred and um and you're you're getting it for four hundred. So you you know you don't want to you make it sound like you're giving them something, but you're not really giving them anything. Right. Okay, that makes sense because you know for sure based exactly. on your homework or whatever that it's going to appraise higher. So that doesn't need to be a contingency. Um, exactly. and an added hurdle that might look like an added hurdle in the contract, I guess. Exactly. 